Open Heavens is here once again from the 20th of September to the 28th of November under the theme As Soon As Zion Travelled. Venue, Porter City Mutual Prom Prom. Morning, afternoon and evening sessions with Prophet Nanase Opukusakodie. I want to give you quickly what I call four scriptural promises of restoration. Or maybe some promises of restoration in the Bible. I might get more than four. Lord bless your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number one, these are the things that God has promised to restore based on scripture. Number one, God will restore your soul. Mm -hmm. Those of you who say Amen, it has already done. Psalm 23 and verse number three. God will restore your soul. Everybody knows about the scripture. Everybody say it very loud. He restored my soul. Have you seen the semicolon? They say it very loud. If you have not yet said it, I want you to say it from your... Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. If you have lost your peace of mind and you are in torment and anxiety, God will restore you. I say God will restore you. Yeah. I say the Almighty God will restore you. Yeah. So this restoration. Hallelujah. Amen. I am not the one that said God Himself promised that He's going to what? To restore your soul. And He said, one after He restores you, He will lead you beside the still waters. It is a place of tranquility in the realms of the spirit. I say it's a place of tranquility in the realms of the spirit. He restores my soul. When your soul is stolen, the Bible says the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities, but a wounded spirit who can bear. So the strength of your spirit determines how healthy you are. This is why this kind of fasting that we do is very, very important. It's not for boys and girls. These are people who are in level 500, 400. If there's any level like that, hallelujah. This one is not for jokes. These are the people God is preparing for mighty things. Amen. It took me years to know that when you are sick, the sickness comes by food. And when you are when you are sick and you are eating, you are feeding your sickness. That is why most time when you are sick, you lose appetite. If you notice it, most time when you are sick, the appetite to eat is gone. Because when God gives you appetite to keep on eating, you are feeding your sickness. So fasting is very crucial. Listen, the first scripture Jesus quoted in the Bible is that man shall not live by bread alone. That is the first scripture Jesus quoted. So when Jesus quoted, he quoted other scriptures from the Old Testament. But the first one that came out of his mouth is that man shall not live by bread alone. Is it coincidence? Isn't it amazing? That is the first thing. So your soul must be restored. And God promised that people can be walking around, their soul is stolen. The store has three dimensions. Your will. Which one again? Your intellect and what? Your emotions. Hallelujah. Your emotions. Your emotions. Your emotions. So when your soul is stolen, you become, you have abnormal emotions. Some people are sitting there, nothing has happened when they are crying. Hey, what is it? I don't, I don't know. I just feel like crying. Something is wrong. Their soul is stolen. And God said that in this season, He will restore. Among the things, biblically, He will restore your soul. Hmm? Sometimes people are walking in the church, but their soul is wounded. Wounded, hurt, bitterness, unforgiveness, resentment. There are things happening in the past that you are finding it difficult to let it go. You are holding on to things, and God said, I will restore your soul. Ah, let's start from verse number one. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. And from there, he said, What? He restores my soul. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. But for that will not happen until he restore my soul. Look at the next verse. Look at what the Bible said. Yet do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It can only happen when your soul is restored. This can only happen to when your soul is restored. 
if your soul is wounded stolen uh, you have abnormal soul is stain, you walk in depression that is the time when you come to church and you are preaching and you tune off the reason most people don't get blessing in the preaching of the word is that their concentration has been stolen from them. So when you cannot concentrate on the word of God, it is very difficult to store it. You cannot store anything you have not concentrated on. Amen. So anytime your soul is stolen, it affects your supernatural memory chip. So you cannot memorize scriptures. You can memorize every stupid movie. But not in the word of God. But not in the word of God. In fact, let me tell you something. The fallen and Adamic nature is so strong that it can, it can memorize evil things than good things. If I say something bad here, none of you will forget. But all the message I'm preaching, you'll forget. Hallelujah. May your soul be restored. Anything that has affected your soul, may the Lord heal your soul and restore your soul. Amen. Restoration means that it used to be yours, but it has been taken. It's gone. Hallelujah. So when God comes back, and the reason it's restored is that your strength cannot bring it. So God has to step in. So he said, I will restore the years. The canker, it means that they've been stealing for long. The year means that they stole it from your great-grandfather, stole it from your grandfather, stole it from your father, and stealing it from you. This is why it is. Listen, when you go to America, there are some families who have businesses and there has been dead generations. The richest man in the world used to be um, this man who owns Walmart. What is his name? Sam, Sam what? Huh? Sam Walton. He, he owns Walmart. It is a kind of like supermarket, grocery shop, and it's very powerful, huge in America. Some are, they call some super Walmart, whatever. Now, it is when he divided his asset to his children for, then she, 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 she stepped down from being the richest man. It's not that you lost the money, he divided it. Are you getting it? Some of those businesses, it is there for generations. So when you come from that family, it is difficult to be poor. Because you are only receiving a baton and continue running it. The reason why you are broke is that your grandfather too was broke. Me and you, it's simple as that. So we are fighting our way out of something. Hallelujah. Now, the greatest blessing you can do for your children is that you will not allow them to go through what you went through. Give the Lord a clap of I mean, once you see, now, in fact, let me tell you this. Once you see that your children are enjoying what you really enjoy, then blessing has started. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I walked to school. I came out down primary, early primary. I walked to school. My children never walked to school. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. I married before I had a passport. I checked my children. Some of them are already in their fourth passport. By the time one of them was about 10 years, he has been to about maybe 20 countries. That means that I have not denied them of what the devil denied me. So today I declare that a generational curse will break and a generational blessing will start. So your great-grandfather couldn't left it for you. Your grandfather couldn't left it. Your father couldn't, but you will leave something for your children. And that is why I know by authority that after you, generational curse is cut off. Because your children will never go through what you've been through. Some of you do know that your children will not go to school in Ghana. They'll get scholarship. They'll go to Oxford. They'll go to Cambridge. They'll go to Yale. They'll go to Harvard. These are the places your children will go. Even though you never had the opportunity, but they will not be denied. Because a generational curse has ended with you. Receive it. Receive the prophetic word. I say receive that prophetic word. And that is a blessing. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Some of your children, your children already go to like private schools, preparatory schools, even during COVID time. All schools were not the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So while some schools are home, so we're doing online. Oh, yeah. 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 It's not the same. It's a blessing. What lie? Me when I was going to what lie? Hey. Don't know online. 
The first time I had a calculator, I almost collapsed. Calculator, solar calculator. If you have one to church, to school, you are a champion. Casio, yes. Yeah, Casio, solar calculator. Santita, Costita, Tantita, they are on it. Those people were calculating, but we, if you have calculator, you go to school, you sugar like this because you are the people who have arrived. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Thank God you our children are sitting on computers. Go to school with a laptop. What top? Me, what top? <laughs> Even my first book of, there's a book that you write as a red line. My first copy book. I didn't have one. My mother was a headmistress. Hey, my mother said I should write on the plane. If I can do it on the plane seat and it goes well. When I get that one, you know the way my mother trained us. He trained us on the hard way. It's like Kenyans. They run on the mountain. So when they get a flat ground, hey, sometimes when they finish the marathon, other people are collapsed. You see the Kenyans so trotting. It means that he's not going to start. Yeah. Your training determines your input. Hmm. One day I was watching a marathon in London and Kenyans came to run. Hey! Some of the people, they are holding them, pouring water on them. The Kenyan man has stretched them. He has finished. Normally when you finish, you sit down. He was finished and he was still uh, It means that more, 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 I can go. Kenyans, their heart is three. Three hearts. Yeah. During those Olympics, they can they can go out and come and oh, you know, we all started there. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You don't understand, huh? Okay, Gideon, come, come and come. Uh, who again? Huh? Is here and come. We are all running there. Come, come here. Let's all be here. We are all running the marathon, so we are going around this particular thing. Keep going. Let's say I am a Kenya, a Kenya. Come slow down. The Kenyan can run, uh, come slow down. Then the Kenyan will come and overtake this one. Oh, so this one is disqualified. You don't understand. Uh-huh. Once, once the man come and run, overtake you, you have to go and sit down. May you overtake people until they are disqualified. Financial overtaking, blessing overtaking, cars overtaking, supernatural favors overtaking. Receive it. Now, eh, when they are running the marathon, there is a last race that they whistle. When they whistle, as if they are started. It's not that the third heart is working. They use the first two hearts to run. Then the third heart finishes it. You, your heart, no cry. Even the one, no cry. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, that is it. It is important to train. Paul said, exercise yourself into godliness. So you see, this first thing you are doing is spiritual exercise. Because Paul said, God, bodily exercise profited later. It means that when you go to gym, it doesn't really add anything. Some people die there. I mean, I'm going to go yeah, I don't say don't exercise. Yeah. But no matter you exercise, God is not with you. Forget it. Some people, they were in the gym, they collapsed. Straight. Yeah. Some people run, they say cardio, something. Yeah, cardio. And the way they are called cardio, something cardio them. Then that's all. Then <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> yeah. Some people today never exercise, but they live for 100 years. Never. My grandmother never saw her run. He died hundred and something. Wow. Never. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. My father's side, my grandmother died before my great grandmother. Wow. My great grandmother, his name is called Ekiobo. <laughs> no, he's Ekiobo. He died at the age of 120 or thereabout. Yeah. Somebody who is a stone, can he die? Your name determines how you live. You better change your name. Call yourself a rock. You will live for long. No. Longevity. It doesn't come by these things. And the fasting gives you longevity. If you fast, especially with water, it, it prolongs your life. 
Yeah. It keeps you very healthy and very young. All the dead cells in you, they will not survive. They will come out. They will, they will be burnt completely. Hallelujah. Stay it. Jesus Christ came on earth and fasted for 40 days and 49. God himself fasted. Think about it. Do you know all the people that fasted for 40 days and 49? Nobody can find their grave on earth. Moses, no grave. Elijah, no grave. Jesus, no grave. Three of them. These are the recorded 40 days and 40 nights fasting on the earth. In the Bible. Jesus fasted for 40 Moses did it twice. Elijah ate angelic food and went for 40 days and 40 nights. All these people, God didn't let anybody attend their funeral. Nobody attended the funeral of Moses. Nobody attended the funeral of Elijah. Jesus Christ died and rose again. He said, I have power to lay my life down. I have power to pick it up. So as for Jesus, you can't kill him. It's a mistake. He said Jesus died. He gave up the ghost. If Jesus didn't give, nobody can. Because you can't kill a man who has never seen. Now hear this. The wages of sin is what? Death. So if the man has not seen, then he doesn't have the wages. So, it is difficult to kill. So, Jesus Christ died because of you and me. He, he, that's why he died. But he, he, nobody could kill him. No. If you read the Bible, there are several times they wanted to push him into a cliff. You just walk out of them. No. Several times. When they were coming to arrest him, he said, I have always been with you in the temple. Why didn't you rest? But now your time has come. Huh? He said, I have to fulfill what I came on earth to do. I came to pay the price for your sin. This is the bottom line. Hallelujah. You must understand what I'm talking about. The benefit of fasting, you will know it in the future. Some of you will, you will never be sick. Never. Listen. Hear this. Every sickness in your body, it will be flushed out. Me, they say you have blood disease. It flushed out. I didn't even think about it. No. You think we are doing this the way we are laying hands on people? Do you know the kind of people we lay hands on? Do you know? You have to be called. Sure. If you are a pastor, you are afraid of uh, 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 disease, they say somebody sweat or never. What is inside me? Sweat cannot penetrate. Oh, yeah. possible. Oh. I don't even think about those things. That I'm going to lay hands on you and get some virus. No, 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 no. In the kingdom of darkness, light is the master. Now listen, if you have darkness and I have light and we meet, eh, I shouldn't be afraid of you. No? What is inside me rather should stop what is inside you. That is why no matter eh, that is why Jesus Christ touched lepers. Leprosy is darkness. Jesus carry light. So who should be afraid? The unfortunate thing with you is that you carry light, but you are afraid of darkness. And it's it's it makes darkness as a party when you know that when darkness knows that he is your master, but you are afraid of him. Then he step into his greatest weapon called deception. So you see deception to cripple you. One of the signs a dog will bite you is that the dog will sense that you are afraid. It's, it's, it's just a, a dog has a sensation to sense that you are afraid. And when they see you are afraid, no matter how weak the dog, he will threaten you. Yeah. Amen. A lot of the animals that attack, they use fear to attack. So when you, when you are not afraid, they can sense it. When you are afraid, they can sense it. And because fear is already a killer, when they sense the fear, then they want to be used as a weapon. So when there was no fear, no animal was biting. In the garden of Eden, all the lions were there. No one stayed with them in the ark. Are you getting it? Adam was living with them, but they never bite until they fall. So animals cannot bite. The reason they bite is they use fear. There are people who live in lions and they, they are their pet. Many people, they have lions, pythons, People have different animals, tigers, they live with them with their wife and children because the fear of the lion is gone. The lion cannot attack. This is it. So, what's it? A lot of people are afraid to fast dry. That fear alone will bring some harm on them because you become a victim of anything you are afraid of. Everything you are afraid of, you become a victim. Job was afraid that one day you lose his blessing, he lost it. If you are afraid you will die, the devil will kill you. Even though your time has not yet come, you have to stand and tell him that I shall not die. 
You have to tell them and tell you that Satan, hey, one of the weapons you can sell the devil is that listen, apart from the blood of Jesus, apart from the name of Jesus, apart from the sword of the spirit, there is something in you called the gift of righteousness. If you can tell the devil, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it's another weapon. Righteousness is the ability to stand before God without a sense of guilt, condemnation, or inferiority. So that one, eh, it makes you come to God with boldness. So if you know that you are the righteousness of God, it means that you have a right standing before God. That means that where you stand, Satan can't stand there. Number two, the reason the devil cannot treat you with death is that he doesn't have the key. He used to have the key. Jesus, I am he that lived and I was dead and my life forevermore. I have the keys. So when Jesus went to him, one of the things he took is that he took the key of death from the devil. So any other key he's using to kill is a counterfeit one. And let me tell you something. A counterfeit car key can also start the car like the original. Most of the money circulating in every country, unless that's why they keep cutting the money. Britain is even cutting new money. For instance, the Ghana money that we spend is sure that a certain percentage are counterfeit. Dollar counterfeit. Everything counterfeit. But it will take a, a special machine to detect. There is a counting machine here. When it's counting the money, it will reject all the counterfeit ones. But if you don't take care, you won't know physically that this is counterfeit. So the devil can use a counterfeit key on you and it will start the car all right. If you put your key down, somebody can take the key and go to the people who cut key and cut the same thing. What he's holding is not original, but I can still open the door. So if you don't learn by revelation, the devil can use a counterfeit key on you and it will work. Because he works by deception. The greatest weapon in the hands of the devil is deception. Yes, that is all is left. Jesus said, all power is given to me. It means that he doesn't have any power. He doesn't have any power. As long as you are in Christ, he cannot threaten you. As long as you are in Christ, the devil cannot threaten you. Not because of you, but because of what is in you. Yes, that is why the Bible says, wait, wait, wait. The Bible said that even what you are dealing with it is great, the one in you is greater. So greater is he that is in me than he that is in the way. May the Lord restore your soul so that you will be strong in the things of God. Oh, your amen is a, a, a French call. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Mm. He restored my soul and be not conformed to this way, but be transformed by what? The renewing of your mind that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. You remember one of the dimensions of the soul we talk is what? The mind. Huh? Your emotions and your intellect. So the Bible says, be not conformed to this, or be transformed by the re So anytime you increase your knowledge, eh, your soul becomes strong. Hear this. Hear this. The tripartite nature of man. Man is a spirit. He has a soul. The soul and the spirit lives in the body. That's the way God is. Huh? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our image. So if God the Father, Son made you, then all of them, their nature must be in you. I don't want to go to that dimension and teach you about what it is. So you are, you are, you are tripartite. That means that you have, a, a, a spirit. you yourself, you are a spirit. So when you say Beatrice, it's not this body. It's a spirit. Now the spirit also has a soul. The soul and the spirit is your body. When you become born again, eh, it only affects your spirit. So I'm going to show you what is called redemption. Redemption means that you used to be in a place, something was stolen from you. We bring you back to that place. So actually, when Jesus Christ came on earth, what he did is that he took us back to the Garden of Eden. Where we were driven out of the garden. So in the spirit realm, eh, you are taken out of the Garden of Eden. So what the only thing salvation affects is your spirit. When you are born again, you are dark, you will become fair. When you are born again, it's only your spirit that is regenerated. So, you have the kind of spirit Jesus had when he rose from the dead. The same thing. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. Hallelujah. You have the same spirit Jesus Christ died. That is why where Jesus' spirit went, that is where you go. When you have Christ. God wish you take everybody to heaven. But he can't take you to heaven with the spirit you have. <laughs> I'm preaching. Watch this. So, your spirit is God, God saved. When it comes to the mind, the deliverance of the mind is renewal. Mm -hmm. 
you renew it with the word. Paul said that there's a way you were thinking, but when you become born again, be, be renew, be transformed huh, by the renewing. The only way to renew your mind is through the authority of God's word. Mm, Amen. So you renew your mind by studying the word of God, listening to preaching, listening to... So anytime you are listening to preaching, you are renewing your mind. That means that you used to be somebody that when you get angry, you have to pour hot water on you before your anger comes down. But when your mind is renewed by the word of God, that attitude will change. So watch this. God is the one that created temperament. No temperament is wrong. But if you don't line your temperament with the word of God, it will lead you where you don't want to go. So mind renewal, so the antidote for the mind is the word. The antidote for the spirit is Christ. The antidote for the body is to bring it under subjection. So watch this. Am I teaching? If you don't fast there, your body will lead you where you don't want to go. So if you have lustful problem, the suggestion is, 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 is not hot water. Because after you bath the hot water, your body will come back to the original. So the only way to bring this body under subjection is to fast. That is why, if I want to have fasting, the first battle you fight is not the devil, it's the flesh. Hmm? Especially, I will show you one trick that you have to always overcome. When you get to that place, pray. There's something we call habit hunger. If you read my book of fasting, what is habit hunger? There is a particular time you eat every day when you are not fasting. When that time comes, fasting is difficult. That is the time your body says, Medidi, Medidi, Medidi. Because that is the time you always eat. So you feel hungry when you come to the time you eat. Especially those of you who like breakfast. Fasting is very difficult for you. If you become addicted to breakfast, it's difficult to fast. Habit hunger. Amen. It takes discipline to fast. Hallelujah. So this is how it works. Huh? Your mind must be renewed. Okay, let me give you the second thing God must restore. God will restore material possession. Oh, one person only said, God will restore the material possession that has been stolen from you. Proverbs 6, 30 to 31 again. This time, let me read it from New King James Version. Mm. So the first one is God will restore your soul. The second one is that you will restore your material possession. Are you learning? People do not despise a thief. If he's still to satisfy himself, when he is starving, number two, yet when he is found, he must restore sevenfold. So, it is biblical for you to pray that whatever the devil has stolen from you, he must restore sevenfold. I don't know where he's going to get the other six from, but that is what God said. I don't know. It means that when the devil has stolen your car, he spent seven cars. At least. I am here to find out what God means by sevenfold. Now let's read the message Bible and see how the Americans put it in 30 and 31. Watch this. Amen. 31st. Hunger is no excuse for a thief to steal. I love it. Breaking the English now. Hunger. So the father you are hungry, that's why you should go and steal. So Satan, even if you are jealous, it doesn't mean you should steal my thing. That is why when he stole from Job, God doubled it. Amen. Hunger is not an excuse for a thief to steal. Okay, next one. When he is caught, he has to pay it back. Even if he has to put his whole house in in hawk. It means that, do you know that when you go and take loan from bank, they take what is called collateral. What is the purpose of collateral? And they won't just take just anything for collateral. They calculate the value of the house. So that just in case you refuse to pay, then they can sell the house. Eh? And in America, I like the way they do it. For instance, if you take a loan to buy a car in America and you are not paying the car for the car, maybe you have paid, uh, left it uh, $1,000 and you pay. Americans will come and say, this car is an option. If Kwame come and Kwame give them 1,001, they will take the 1,000 and leave the 100 for you. So they will not even sell it on the value it's supposed to be sold because all they will look for is their money. Here this. Here this. God is saying that even if the devil is hungry, he has no right to steal from you. Amen. 
So, what God says is that, Satan, I know you are a thief, but it's not everybody on earth that you should steal from. And you are one of them. Now, hear this. God is saying that, I will stop you from stealing from this person. But if you make the mistake to steal, then whatever you stole, you must go and look for seven. So, you actually, Satan can also go and steal other people and add it to you. I don't know how to The seven fold. The Bible didn't say God is a but it says the thief that must restore it. So you have to pray. That things that is why after some people went through trouble, their life becomes better. Because they went through the trouble. Job went through trouble, but his life became far better. Double portion of the blessing. Ten thousand camels became twenty thousand. Huh? Five children became ten children. Can you imagine? So sometimes you have to even pray that they stay from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is dangerous to walk and everybody loves you. In fact, listen. When everybody loves you, you are out of the will of God. Number two, you have no future. Because the devil does not attack anything that doesn't have a future. So the state of the attack of the devil on your life determines where God is taking you. Oh no, only one person had. So when your material possession is stolen, be happy. Ah. If the devil didn't resist Daniel's prayer, Daniel will have the revelation he has. If the devil didn't try to heat fire, he would know that people can go to fire and it will not burn them. Sandra Meshach and Abednego. Just don't think that what you are going through will kill you. Don't make that mistake. Because God wants to get glory from your attack. And reward you for it. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. So your material possession shall be restored. Say, say amen. And don't forget what I told you. The reason the devil steals is because he's a thief. If he's not a thief, like you will steal. Amen. I said, if it's not a thief, you will steal. The reason he still is because he's what? Amen. Number two, number three, God will restore your health. Amen. I say, God will restore your health. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 17. Don't forget this scripture for the rest of your life. Huh? Jeremiah chapter 30, verse number 17. This is the scripture, one of my divine health scriptures. Everybody read it. I will restore health unto thee. And I will heal you of all your wounds. This is a prophetic way. So God is promising that he can restore your health. That sickness this week, it will leave your body complete. Those symptoms will stand on this scripture for prayer. I will restore health unto you. I'm not the one who said God is the one that said it. It means that if your health will restore, it means that your health will be stolen. Menstrual pain, those things, they are not from God. Don't just say they are Okay, put a stamp on it. Put a stamp on it. Hallelujah. Amen. Once you put a stamp on it, there's nothing God can do. Fight it out. Yes, it's not my portion. I will restore health unto you. I will restore health. Hypertension, this, that, that, diabetes. And God said that you, he will not restore heal your health. Now listen, health is better than healing. You have to be sick to need healing. If you are not falling sick at all, you are in divine health. Now there's another one. There's another one. When you move from divine, you come to divine nature. That is the one. That one, if a virus touches your body, the virus dies. So, coronavirus see you, it dies. Malaria parasite dies. Those people, the sickness rather see them and run. Divine nature. Divine nature. That, and that one, you get it a lot through the communion. Whosoever eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life. So the communion is a fuel of eternal life. So as you take the communion by faith, natural blood stops flowing in your system. Eternal life begins to flow. And this is it. Eternal life cannot be sick. Eternal life cannot be admitted. Eternal life cannot have surgery. Oh man. So what does you mean by eternal life? Means that whatever couldn't affect Jesus cannot affect you. And it comes by understanding the communion. Communion preparation is to continue in heaven. 
This is one thing that we can say, I will not eat of this until I eat it with you in my father's kingdom. So, it, what, the, what we meet in heaven after the rapture, there's something we call uh, uh, the Lord's Supper. Hey, I don't know how the table will be like. It's a serious matter. He said, I will never eat until I eat it with you in my father's kingdom. So, having communion will continue. It is the only thing we practice in the church on earth that will continue in heaven. And I am sure all these people serving communion, Jesus will call them say, Already you are serving on earth, so why don't you come? Wow. Ah, it will be a blessing. Hallelujah. Me like this, I told Jesus that I used to minister the communion and here to I can also I train them to serve. So Lord, let me also be the leader of the service people. Find something to do in the church. Find something to do in the church. It's a blessing. Amen. Amen. Pastor Benny, he said, whenever the communion is honored, God comes down. Anytime you are taking communion, Jesus is at the table. Amen. Because he's the one who instituted it. So all the communions we take, Christ is there. Now listen, you cannot give your body people, you yourself will not be there. Because it is his body, it attracts his attention. The communion is a fuel of eternal life. So when you take it and take it and take it at a point, even your blood group will change. You, you will get infused with heaven DNA. To go and say, the thing that kill people, you survive it. Yeah. So, that's why Smith Wiggisberg have kidney stone problems, but this thing he started around his 60s or something. He lived to be 86. Doctors, yeah. El Paso, there is an evangelist in South America, but he lives in America. He is Pastor Ken God's spiritual father. He was, he was, he was 40 something when doctor said that you will not live for six months. Now he's 76. And he's still doing crusades. Either 72, he's in the 70s, either 74, at that time. The last time Pastor Ken God came is about four, three years ago. At that time, I know he was around 72. Anytime he go to hospital, eh? The doctors will say your situation is getting worse, but he's still living and growing. His spirit man has risen over the sickness. The symptoms and the reports are there, but it has no power over him. From 40 something, he's cruising to 80. And he keep going to check up. They keep telling him that this thing, they keep, but still, he's, and he's doing crusades. Amen. And he said that sometimes I take communion three times a day. Wow. If I'm not fasting, morning, afternoon, evening, he takes it. Takes it. Takes a communion. The reason the ass of the apostle, nobody was sick, is that they didn't only do it yesterday. They were breaking bread from house to house. That means that in the ass of the apostle, when I come to your house, before you give me water, the first thing you serve me is communion. Wow. So it was like a culture. If you read Bible issue, when they go, when this one visits you, part of the thing is that in the Jewish people, they hardly eat without bread. So the, the communion is part. If you look at the communion, Matthew chapter 26 and verse number 20, I think 7. Matthew 26, verse 27. Let me see something. Go to verse 26. Look at it. As they were eating. So you see, it was so much of culture that when they are eating, the Jewish people don't eat without bread. All their food has bread. The same bread they are eating, Jesus will take some and break it. That means that if they are not fasting, they eat every day. It means they take the communion every day. As they were eating, eh, Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it. So it was not a special communion. It was a dining hall table. Whilst they were eating, Jesus instituted a communion. It means I became part of their practice. No wonder they were never sick. Now, why did the people survive in the desert at that time without falling sick? When they were coming from Egypt, they were eating the manna. Do you know what Jesus said? Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and they are dead. John chapter 6, when you read from verse number 50 coming down. Eh? But this is the bread which come down from heaven. Give me John chapter 6, verse number. Uh, 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 uh. Let's read from verse number 50. As this is the bread which come down from heaven. 49. 49. 
Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. But, this, but before the 48, he said that I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. So he's talking about the communion. Then he came to them and said that your fathers eat the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which come down from heaven that a man will eat thereof and not die. Watch this. Watch this. I am the living bread which come down from heaven. Yeah. Huh? If any man eat of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh. That means that he compared the communion to the he compared the manna to be communion. So at the desert, when they were eating the manna, they were taking communion. So the Bible said none of them was sick or feeble. Because he said the manna they eat, they die. But there is another one higher than the manna. That is a communion. So Material possessions can be stolen. Is that the third? Which one? Health. We are talking about health. Eh? I will restore what? Health unto you. Believe God that your health will be restored. Yeah. You can hear this. Hear this. If you, if you pet the sickness and you don't fight it, it will steal your money. It will steal your money. It will steal your money. Sickness is a thief. It doesn't steal money alone. It's still peace. And it's still the quality time of other people who must take care of you. Stand to your feet. So tell your neighbor your health will be restored. He even said that you will restore the years that Satan has stolen from you. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. I mean, how many did I give to you? Three. Huh? Three. What is the third one? First one, your soul will be restored. Second one, your material possession will be restored. Third one, fourth one, God will restore the year Satan has stolen from you. Joel chapter 2, I've given you that one. The years, the years. So watch this. So watch this. Huh. Your years can be stolen. Tomorrow I will show you. Why continue? You see, I will restore Joel 2.25. It means that the reason is years is that the cankerworm ate it for years. Mm -hmm. When they finished, the palmerworm, the caterpillar, all of them. When God came by, he said, I will restore to you what? The years. Yes. Not the days, not the months. The years that the locusts has eaten and the cankerworm and the caterpillar and the palmerworm my great army which I sent among you. Watch it from the message Bible and see. Stay there. Huh? That was what? I will make up for the years of the locusts, the great local devastation, locust savage, locust deadly, fierce locusts, locusts of doom, the great locust invasion, I said, There is another locust called Locust of Doom. Now, you are just walking about as if you You will be restored by anything they stole from you. Tomorrow, I'm going to some dimensions. I tell back where my bread, your money is stolen. You see, a good python here. Until the moment Jesus came, Roman, I was physical. Say, you are you are swallowed down riches. Another translation, you are swallowed down wealth. It means who dying, who car, who pa. Did you know that for me? Yeah. Pray that your soul will be restored. Pray that your material possession, pray that your health, pray that the years, wasted years. Some of the girls, do you know how? Let me show you how one girl's years was stolen. A guy came to engage her and ran away to America. Call her after 10 years. Wasted, wasted 10 years of his time. When he married the girl, the girl was around 28. Plus 10, what? 38. Satan, no competitors. Nini. 
This my daughter here is 17 years. Eh? 17 years. 10 years time, you'll be 27. Say, who were the at that time? Now, who were the 37? Now, only your competition will be winning. Because, oh, no, 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 there is a shop called Body Talk. Yes. Yeah. Especially, let me put it better. Women's Body Talk. Because yeah. I can come a body way and catch it way. Look at it. This one, what does he say? It doesn't say anything. But a man body talk. Now, by the time a woman is 47 and another is 27, this one's voice is loud. It's louder. It's louder. Come, this guy, come here. If you put this guy, you put B here. Ah, eh? Have you seen it? Which one is speaking? Yeah. If you are a man and you have to choose one for marriage, yeah. you ask this one, how old are you? You ask this one, how old are you? You ask this one, how many children do you have? He said, at the moment, four. Then you ask this one, he said, no, I don't have a child. So you see, Azumi, thank God, Azumi is not married. Eh? That is why God hates divorce. Because divorce brings you back into the queue. Stand to your feet. And by the time you come to the queue, where you need the divine intervention. Because sometimes that competition is very strong. So you need to increase your prayer power. Because when you are walking, everybody is stopping and watching them. Because they are in the pitch of the flower of their age. So who do we hear restoration? Yeah. 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 So fasting you, you renew your youth. Huh? And this guy is standing. And they, I want to choose one. Which one will you choose? No, the breaker. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Huh? It's not the same. Oh. It's not the same. Inti, ma, kill na udi mu na ong. Awari kill na udi mu na wakowari no. Be mana pia wafu baby. Now person wari biem. So God say, come and join the kid. Competitors are when we did 27. Hey, how old are you? Yeah, 30. Huh? 22, 28, 30. Now, so dim 55. And some of them are even asking you, please, what are you doing here? Yeah, this is what they will ask you. Excuse me, what are you doing here? Huh? Are you standing in for your daughter? No, say no, I, I am part of the competition. May you be restored this week. And that's more. Hallelujah. And you have grown. There is an age. There is an age. It's difficult to go and find some things. Until the money be all out. They just close their mind and they decide to serve God. Don't just be depressed, just serve God. They were virgins from 40 days, self God to they were 80 plus. Just because I feel for another guy, be no no so what You will not start a flesh again. The grace of God will restore it. There's something about men. I've seen 60 years men marry 30 years women. That's right. Remember, you see, men love young people. I don't know why. I don't know why. Ask the man why. Ask the man by you why. I'm not part of them, but ask. Because man, look at the outward appearance. That is what God said. Tell in America, man, look at the outward appearance. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's something about men. They always like new things. 
that is why you can break somebody's virginity and want a virgin again yeah because the reason they want a virgin again is that they have had an experience with the virgin they know the difference yeah those who have never had an experience anything goes but those who they say ah i see can i tell you something huh they are not the same. Amen. This week is a week of prayer. It's a week of prayer. It's a week of restoration. I say, I'm restore no young Amen. Some people, their peace must be restored. Some people, as a result of addictions, their spiritual strength is gone. This is, they are doing things they don't like, but they don't know. That thing, the devil is trying to steal their joy. Amen. Amen. Father, deliver your children. Amen. This week, give us supernatural strength. And listen, Amen. I told you, some people, their integrity is totally. Yeah. A woman sent me an email and said, after I listened to your marriage program, my husband caught me committing adultery. But even though he has forgiven me, but I don't have peace. I want to walk out of the marriage. You see, the man has forgiven, but Satan is whispering. His integrity is gone. I see one of the most expensive things on earth is trust. It can take you 100 years to acquire it. It can take you one second to lose it. If you see somebody changing, mason, carpenter, fitter, the reason is trust. That's all. If you see somebody sacking secretary, trust. If you see a politician say, this is what I want for my assistant, trust. Trust is one of the most expensive things. No, you voted for somebody because you trust the person. That's all. Tina. Because it's not just a sin. You compromise your trust. And you can't force people to trust you. You have to earn it. So when you are doing something, ask yourself a question. This thing I'm doing will cause my brother or sister to trust me. Amen. Even when they are said their trust. Somebody agree with um, a housekeeper in a hotel mm-hmm. eh, and give the person a secret camera. Mm. Give his say, my wife is doing, but I want an evidence. And the guy said the camera when they were firing, it recorded. I know she and send it to the man. A guy came here and told me something. He said. I am communicating with my ex. Everything we say go to my husband's phone. So now people have softwares that track you. You, you they are tracking you. Yeah. There are people today who won't do that. Their tracking system is angels. Thank yeah. punishment. People here they don't have time to track anything, no, but they have they are still moving because angels are protecting them for the kind. Sure, a girl who works who has married a young pastor up and coming went for a year party in his uh, work at a bank and slept with a colleague. His husband was at home when an angel waking up and said, Don't sleep with your wife again, go back to your mother's house. And the angels show the man what his wife has done. That is a supernatural tracker. Do you know that when David slept with Bathsheba, nobody saw it? But God revealed it to a prophet. The prophet saw it. In fact, when David was fired, the prophet was seen. And the prophet came back and told him, hey, Hey, serious, oh, I mean, do you understand? I understand? Yeah, the prophet was watching. Hey. Yeah, listen to what Elijah told Gehazi. Was not my spirit with you 
when the man got down to meet you. So it means he saw that thing like a video. Some of you have been coming, I've been monitoring you. All. Just that I don't talk. I don't talk. I, there are a lot of things I don't talk. Sometimes I finish preaching, somebody will come to me and say, Hey, Papa. I'm not going to my bedroom. And someone will come to me. Sometimes we, as a prophet, we can say things that we don't even know what we are saying. But God is just, the, the spiritual tracker is working. Be careful now. You can sell your integrity. There is nothing painful like doing something and regret. How did I even give my body to this guy? Okay. Then all the things you build, you have quashed it. But thank God, some of you there, Namia Kataso. There are people standing here. Look at your neighbor. I sense you are one of them. What the people there, Namia Kataso. Do you know there's some people they've done something nobody knows about it? Yes, yes. There are men who have committed adultery, nobody knows. God has, there are women, eh, they've passed through the hand their husband, but God has hid it. You can see one woman's heart is beating very fast. Yeah. <laughs> no, there are people like that. Yes, sir. It's amazing. Them that have mercy, them that have God. They go God never bring it out. Nobody will hear it unless the day before they die, before God will bring it out. Yeah. At the age of 90, God says, eh, now, then they confess, eh, come in. Thank you. It's amazing. There are things in the Bible that God hide it. There are some to put it black and white. Is it David the only person who committed adultery? There are people, even Solomon's women, we don't know their names. Some are Ghanaians, but we don't know them. No scripture is of a private interpretation. I'm telling you, you understand the Bible. Yeah. Do you know Bathsheba is a black woman? Do you know that? Beautiful black woman. Powerful woman. The queen of uh, uh, Sheba. Black woman. Do you know even the Jewish people, they are not white. Do you know Jesus is not a white man? Yeah. Only we all come from Shem, Ham, and Japheth. One pastor in America was preaching the blood. When this meat is what he produces, when this meat is what he produces, so some people are half cast. It's a blood of a white and a black. Jesus. Yeah. Recently, there are two white people that gave birth to black child mm -hmm. in South Africa. I read it as a documentary. black. <laughs> Even the children, but my son, Nana Kwame, he picked my father's color. Straight. If you look at me and my brother's children, eh, some of them, my Gina brother, his son, he looked like me. Then another one, Tucha, Nana Yasucha, look at it, the one that comes after me. We are in Kalabo and say, Bakuno, I pick away. Because it's blood. If you study science, it's there. With me, Fano, I call Fao, grandmother. Most of me and Tafo, but we are black. We are black. No, it's there. So, in this thing, that is why sex, sex is a very dangerous thing. Dangerous. Yeah, it, it, it releases all kinds of things. So, they have to permit the child, those that are apartheid time, to go to high school and wrote. Because, oh, oh, second one, the same thing. And then the third one became white. Save your soul. Preserve your soul. And don't put yourself into trouble. I mean, all your prayers will be diverted. One lady called me was in guilt. I'm saying, Madam, I don't need to ask God, it's in the Bible. What is He said, When you ask, he's faithful and just. The devil is playing with your mind. 
the wages of sin. The wages of sin. Sin has wages. Even if you don't die physically, you die spiritually. Amen. All deaths are death. Amen. Amen. Restore us this week. Amen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.